Hello and welcome back to She's a Healer. My name is Christy Lee Didovich. I'm an energetic healer, a holistic mentor and educator, a Reiki master, women's circle and event facilitator, and lover of all things in the holistic space. I'm bringing you this podcast to showcase an array of topics inside the holistic world. I'll be joined by other people in the industry with their stories and their journey and their advice on how to implement them into your life. Thank you so much for being here. Today's podcast, we're talking all about boundaries. We're going to get into what they are, the misconceptions, the different types, and how to implement them into your life. I wanted to start with just a definition. What is a boundary? What are boundaries? A boundary is something that helps you define what you're comfortable with. It helps you to understand how you want to be treated. And to be honest with you, it's just a very important aspect into your healing and moving forward on your healing journey in a healthy way. Now, healing journey is such a strange concept because you don't have to be seeing an energy healer and you don't need to be going to therapy or you don't need to be listening to a thousand podcasts a day. It's whatever that journey is for you. It's wherever you are in your life and trying to make that change, whatever that might be for you. Having these boundaries in place and having any boundary in place is going to help you to be able to achieve whatever it is that you're hoping to achieve. There's so many misconceptions with boundaries. A lot of people see this as an opportunity for them to be a bitch to their mother-in-law or for you to, you know, put up these ridiculous rules that are going to change the way that people speak to you, the way that people you know, control their lives around you. And that's just, although that may have some weight and some truth to it, coming at it with this negative connotation and coming at it with this power play is not going to be helpful for you to get your message across. In saying that, it is an opportunity for you to communicate your needs and wants effectively to another person. And understanding boundaries as a whole is going to help you to convey those messages. So one type of a boundary is time. This could look like you explaining to your boss that you're unable to stay back on a Friday. Sorry, I can't stay for any additional work. And sometimes you can give an explanation. But to be honest with you, you don't need to. Understanding your relationship with this person and how it may be received could change how much information you give or how much information you don't give. You could give an example of, I'm sorry, I really need to pick my children up. Or it can be something as simple as just letting them know that I'm telling you this as far in advance as possible so that I can ensure that I get out of here on the agreed upon time that's in my contract. A non-work related example could be just letting your friend know that I don't actually have time for this conversation right now, but how about we schedule some time on Thursday to chat a little bit more? Creating these boundaries around time just allows you to ensure that you're giving the right amount of energy to the task that, you know, you're wanting to give energy to and just not disrespecting any of your own previous engagements that you've made to yourself. And this doesn't have to be some great big grand thing that you've planned to do with someone in 10 minutes time. It could be as simple as when I'm in the car driving home from work, that's my 10 to 15 minutes time to myself. I don't actually want to talk to somebody about how shit their day was today. So, 
understanding in yourself that these boundaries are important, whether they are big and grand or if it's something as simple as just your a minute to yourself. Another type of boundary is mental boundaries. Now, this includes things like opinions. And in a society where we have such a large access to social media and other people's outlook on life, in a world where cancel culture is just continuously growing and is becoming something that is a a huge part of all of our lives, our professional lives, our social lives, our children's lives, our schooling life, like every opinion that everybody has, has a platform and has somewhere to be shown to everybody. In a world where this is our reality, where something isn't agreed upon, retraining ourselves and the people around us to be able to, as simply as agree to disagree, or respectfully just letting somebody know that I actually don't agree with what you're saying, it seems to be really lacking in our society. We don't seem to have the skills to be able to have a respectful conversation around topics that we actually don't want to involve ourselves in or an opinion that we don't agree with because that becomes an attack. So again, like I said, this is retraining ourselves and giving ourselves the opportunity to look at a conversation that we're having and think about how we would want this communicated to ourselves. If we were on the receiving end, what would be a way that would be helpful, that would be constructive, that would be received well from ourselves if we were trying to deliver this message across. A lot of our boundary setting comes from what is the message that we're wanting to give. It doesn't have to come across in a negative way, as I said earlier, but how will this person receive this message? And understanding that each person will receive the message differently. Like, for example, the way that I'm talking to my mother-in-law or the way that I'm talking to my uni tutor, or the way that I'm talking to a client or the way that I talk to my partner, every message that needs to be conveyed across is going to be spoken in a different way. I'm going to use different words. My body language is probably going to be different. My tone of voice is going to be different. How is the person on the receiving end going to best accept and receive this message? Another thing that's important to remember is that you are allowed to set a boundary. Any boundary that you set, you always have permission to do so. By not agreeing with somebody, that doesn't mean that your boundary needs to be crossed just because they don't disagree. This could be online. This could be at work. This could even be your family. You are always allowed to stand up for what you feel is your truth. Which brings us into the next type, which is emotional boundaries. These can be really, really difficult to set, especially when we live in a world where most people have access to people and services every minute of every day. But energetically, we cannot give everyone everything all at once. And whatever level you have already experienced that in your life, I know that somebody somewhere can totally relate. Actually, everybody everywhere can totally relate that we cannot give too much and not receive the same amount back and continuously giving all of ourselves to our children, to our job, to cooking dinner and having we all know the, the story, the narrative of that just doesn't work and it doesn't work for anybody. So why are we creating this narrative in our minds that that's how it is supposed to be? An example of an emotional boundary is as much as I want to support you right now, I don't have the capacity. 
Can I support you in a different way or maybe a different time? And sometimes when we're first setting boundaries in our life, no matter what area they're in, again, like I said earlier, they can come across as an attack. So when you're setting these boundaries, understanding how that person is going to receive this communication, but also if the message isn't received well, if it isn't received in a way that you were hoping for it to, to still stand strong in your boundaries, that remembering that these boundaries are set there for you, for yourself and for the the goals and the things that you're hoping to achieve. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter how it's received from somebody. Of course, it will be a lot easier if it's received in a better way. And we can deliver these messages and deliver these conversations in a different way, depending on who it's being delivered to. But it's also not our responsibility for them to be able to accept our our boundaries. Material boundaries include having set expectations for your belongings. Now, this could include lending money or something that is your property to someone. A healthy boundary conversation around material goods can sound something like, when you return my car next week, could you please make sure that it's cleaned and returned with a full tank of petrol? It could also look like, I actually lent you money last week, so I actually can't lend you any more money anymore. And these boundaries, especially when we've fallen into this people-pleasing mindset and this, again, social media platforms being able to just have an ideal world that we live in. It's so easy for us to fall into just letting people take advantage of these small things. And our material belongings is something that's super easy for us to allow these to kind of fluctuate and allow our boundaries to fall away from what our truth is and what our our truthful boundary is around our property. Another type of boundary is our internal boundaries. Now, this includes our self-regulation and extending our energies to other people. This could look like you deciding to stay home on the weekend instead of going out for a social event. There doesn't need to be any particular reason for this to happen. And this is a conversation that I recently had with someone very close to me. There was a lot of guilt around saying no to going out for drinks after uni or after work or whatever it was. But, you know, your reason could be, I've had so many social events, I just don't have the energy or I don't have the money or I'm trying to save to go on a great big holiday. Whatever your reasoning is, understanding that it's not going to work for you and putting those boundaries in place, you don't need to have any guilt for that. And again, if people aren't going to receive that well, well, at the end of the day, that's a reflection on them, not on yourself conversational boundaries. Now, this is something that I personally have struggled with a lot, especially coming from a corporate company, coming from a large family, coming from a great big group of friends and putting in a boundary about the things that I'm comfortable talking about. I've always really struggled with, and that's my honest opinion. But this is about ensuring that the conversations that you're having is something that you're comfortable with. This includes talking about others Maybe there's a topic that you just don't want to get into. Maybe this is something that you have previously had an unwanted reaction about this conversation in particular, maybe with this person, maybe with somebody else. Maybe this is an opinion that you have that you just don't really have the energy to express right now. A healthy way of communicating this to somebody is, I'd rather not be a part of this conversation. Can we talk about something else? It could also be, 
as simple as you walking away. It could be you removing yourself from the situation completely. Physical boundaries. This is something that took an absolute soaring leap since COVID. People's personal space. Letting people know how you would like to be touched or not touched. And this includes for young children. Helping them understand at a young age that they are in control of who touches their bodies, who touches their bodies where, how their bodies are touched. This can be a great tool to take into their adult life. This is also something that we can learn as adults and we can really bring this into our own lives. This could look like, I'm actually not really comfortable hugging people that I don't know very well. Or reaching for a handshake instead when somebody offers you a hug. This is something that has been very difficult for a lot of people. And I think COVID has really helped us to understand, although it may have came from a place of malice, it's helping us to understand what this relationship between other people can potentially look like and that boundaries that we set for ourselves can be set in any area of our life. Especially with physical boundaries, we've we've seen the change from people shaking hands to touching elbows because that's something that was comfortable. Or maybe people just not doing anything at all. And in relationships, no matter what the relationship is, every single one of these boundaries that we've discussed today can be implemented. This can be a romantic relationship. This could be a work colleague. This could be random people on the street. One that we forget often is this can be medical professionals, people that are in our space that we trust. We still have control over every single boundary that we put into place. Everything always comes back to ourselves. We are always the ones in control. This includes for our family members. If there is something that's happened with your family members that you don't agree with, this could be a conversation that you don't want to take part in with your grandmother. This could be the way that your sister has treated you in regards to money. You actually don't agree with that anymore. Just because you've put up with something for a certain amount of time doesn't mean that it has to continue to be like that for the rest of your life. And that's why I'm creating this podcast here today, because I have been on the opposite end. I've been on the end of not having any boundaries and I've seen how my mental health has been affected. I've seen and witnessed the way that my life changed when I started implementing these things and when I had the education and when I had the tools to implement all of these skills. That brings me to how I can support you through setting boundaries, having somebody that you can be accountable to, but also somebody who can listen to your personal experience with a particular person, with a particular boundary that you're trying to set. The one-on-one energetic mentoring that I do through through Well and Balanced helps us to have a personalized approach to what you're trying to achieve. We can do this online. We can do this in person. This is completely up to you. I also have a bunch of free and inexpensive PDF and downloads available on my website to just help with all people in all socioeconomic groups. There's a bunch of free content on my Instagram page at well and Finelli balanced. And if you would like a little bit more information on any of my services, I'm always available through Instagram DM or at Christy Lee at wellandbalanced.com.au. Thank you so much for being here today. And I can't wait for our next episode.